This is an out loud recording of one of our latest YouTube videos. To find us, go to youtube.com slash reddit readers or click the link in the description below. Hey everyone and welcome back to r slash am I the booty hole, the subreddit where people post scenarios and commenters decide who's at fault. Today's post, am I the booty hole for getting angry at being told I'm not a parent? This is a long one. The background. 12 years ago, my best friend passed away during our last year of university. The accident shook us all, and no one more than his wife, A, who was at that point four months pregnant. All three of us had been incredibly close friends. She couldn't do it alone, and her family lived 2,000 miles away. After speaking to her about it, I made a decision. I was the more financially stable of the two of us. I'd secured a position at a law firm, this is in the UK, and had some inheritance from my grandparents. So I became that base of support. I took A to the doctors, helped her with rent, got her groceries, etc. When the twins were born, I moved onto her couch for three months, helping in any way I could. For the next four years, it worked like this. We lived separately, but I'd spend half the week at hers, helping with the kids. From diapers to preschool, I was there. I was never officially their parent. No papers were signed, but I gave emotional, practical, and financial support. When they began schooling, I was listed as a non-parental guardian. I was then offered a promotion, which included a lot of travel. Again, A and I spoke, and I decided to take it. I spent the next two years making it back once a month. I'd spend three to five days with them, then leave again. For two years after that, the balance became half and half travel home. For the past four years, I've used the UK as a hub, doing business trips, and have gone back to spending three to four days a week with them. To be clear, this whole thing has never been romantic. Both she and I have seen other people, and in the past year she's found a very nice guy who both the kids like, which is great. The issue at hand. I've always tried to be there for the kids' big events, school plays, birthdays, tournaments, etc. I've been to parent-teacher meetings, taken them to the doctor. Recently, their school had set up a show-slash-fundraising thing where the parents are invited to come and donate generously. I assumed I was going and set aside time, but when I broached the subject with A, she said she wanted her partner to come. I said that we could all go. She said it was, quote, parents only. I said jokingly that he wasn't really the kid's parent, to which she said, well, technically neither are you. At that point, I got angry, feeling that was deeply unfair. We got into a fight and it ended with me being told I wouldn't be welcome at the event. I left, and we haven't spoken since. I get that she's their mother. She has a genetic and legal position that I don't, and I'm not angry about her wanting her partner to come to the event. Being told that I wasn't a parent, though, that hurts a lot. I think it's mostly the fact that for me, the way she said it really seemed to imply that I wasn't important in their lives. And I think I was justified in reacting. But that's why I'm here. So, Reddit, 
Am I the booty hole? Hello, Reddit. As many of you have had similar questions, I'm going to answer them here and ask the mod to kindly pin it. I'm new to Reddit. Hope this works. Question 1. What is the relationship between you and the kids? How do they see you? Answer. Without giving too many identifying details, there's a way of shortening my name which is very baby-friendly, and when the twins were little, we taught them to call me that. There were some slip-ups when they were small, but I always tried to make sure that they knew I wasn't substituting their biological father. To this day, they call me the shortened version of my name when they speak to me directly, and they've been told to ask your shortened name from their mother before. It's effectively my title, but like all of this, it's unfortunately not straightforward. In terms of attachment, I've been the one that they've called out for after a nightmare, run to after scoring a goal, held the hand of when we went to the doctors. When I was overseas, we'd call every two or three days to talk. They also often stay over at my place on weekends or afternoons. They have their own area in my home. Question 2. How was your relationship with A prior to this? Answer. She's been my best friend for 12 years. We've always discussed my contributions, which have changed in type and amount over this past decade or so. We've spoken almost every day. Our relationship before this incident was rarely strained. We had some fights, yes, but in the same way that anyone who you know for 12 years will have a fight. We rarely disagreed on how the kids should be raised, even on things like religion. Both their father and I practiced the same faith, and the kids have come with me once a month to service. However, I always made it clear to her that she had the last word on things, and if she drew a line, I never pushed it. Hence why, when told, don't come to the event, full stop, I'm not going to push it or go around it. Question 3. Is this the new partner who might be pushing back against your involvement? Answer. I don't know, but I hope not. He and I have been amicable since we met, and I've never gotten hostility from him. I hold no anger over her finding someone to be with. She deserves to be happy, and this new guy seems to be truly a good one. She has dated before, but they were never serious enough to introduce to the kids. This is the first time, and luckily, they seem to like him too. They have been together for just under a year, and he's known the kids for around six months or so. Question 4. Did she ask the kids? Did they say something? Answer. I don't know. Question 5. How much time have you physically spent with them? Answer. For 8 to 10 years, I have been present 3 to 4 days a week. Not full time, I see this, but constant. For two of the 12 years, the two half and half, I spent three to five days per month. I fully acknowledge that I wasn't present in that time, but I did call the three of them every two to three days. Question six, why were you going to the fundraiser in the first place? Answer, I've been going to them at this school since the kids started there. The teachers know the situation and I'm friends with a number of the parents. I would have been happy to attend separately just to see the kids in their show. I wasn't and am not really worried about the event. Being excluded stings, as I think is clear from my post. However, what truly hurt and created that anger was the you're not a parent part 
and the dismissal that I felt that contained. If it had been worded as, I want to do this thing just with the four of us and make it a date, I genuinely think this would have been different. Question 7. What do you or have you contributed financially? Answer. In the beginning, I paid half her rent, groceries, baby supplies, etc. Though I graduated that year, A, quite reasonably, deferred, and I continued that for the next year. When she began work, we agreed that I wouldn't pay her rent anymore, but continued to support all larger expenses, as I had the higher paying job. I always have and currently do pay for the kids' tuitions, as they attend a private institution. I've also created a college fund for the both of them, should they choose to attend. I fund their hobbies and most holidays, camps, etc., as well as any gifts that I may make. Question 8. Cut them off? Answer. No. Unless A tells me to stop with any of the support, financial, emotional, practical, I will not be cutting them off. I love these kids. I will not let what is a personal dissonance between us adults impact them. Parent or not, I will not take away this support. Not the booty hole. I definitely see why you'd be upset by that. That whole situation sounds very complex and difficult to navigate. I think once there's been time to cool down, you should just try to have an open conversation about how that made you feel and ask where you stand in their lives going forward. I don't know her, but it seems really strange she would do that. Hang in there. This one's tough, but I like this answer. OP probably messed up by making this about the new, although one year is not that new, partner instead of about his own status. That clearly got the discussion slash argument off on the wrong foot. So not the booty hole, but close. As the answer above says, give this time for both of you to calm down. Then find a quiet time when you're both able to be calm and relaxed and figure out where this is going. It sounds like it started as helping out, but over time evolved for you, understandably. But it also sounds like the two of you never really discussed that. Not the booty hole. I say she is the booty hole because it sounds like you were the parent when it was convenient for her, financially, emotionally, whatever was needed. To then turn around and exclude you from something you want to be a part of? Can she not get an additional invite? After all you have done? must feel like a slap in the face. I get that they are her kids, I truly do, but if someone were to do all of that for me, I'd go to the moon and back for them if they asked to show how thankful I was. All that being said, and also reiterating that I think you are an amazing person to have done all of this, maybe it sounds like it might be time for you to step aside and let her foster and grow her family now without so much intervention. Of course he was only the parent when it was convenient for her. That's the entire arrangement. If he wanted a different arrangement, then he should have made it different. No booty holes here. I understand why OP feels the way he does, but it's ridiculous to think he's going to be the kid's father forever when he's not married to the mother, not blood kin to the children, and not legally appointed guardian. Sooner or later, his overly involved role in their lives must end. Not the booty hole. This makes my heart hurt. 
If this is how she felt the entire time, she shouldn't have let you invest so much into the children's life. Because she now has someone and is changing her tone, it makes me feel that she used you for convenience so she wouldn't be a single parent. However, she is the legal and biological parent and she had every right to decide who is in her children's lives. I'm so sorry, bud. I hope that she thinks long and hard about this and comes around. Well, it's been a long several months and a lot has happened. So I thought I'd give Reddit an update. There were a lot of not the booty holes and no booty holes here on the last post, but a lot of you're not their parents as well. A mixed field, but a fair assessment. For the record, I did not attend the show, but was delighted by the pictures. After, as many of you lovely Redditors pointed out, the best thing to do was to talk to A. We'd been best friends for over a decade. I'm happy to report we continue to be. I'll give the short of the situation. A and I spoke. A lot. It started with little steps, but we got to the big issues. Our link, my link with the kids, her new partner, the whole deal. Little by little, we got things set straight and where we both sit on them. As some of you rightly guessed, there was a lot to untangle, but 15 years of friendship saw us through. The next phase was talking to the kids. First A, then us together. I'd already gone back to seeing them, and as I mentioned before, their welfare has always been the priority. Surprisingly, the conversation was more straightforward than it had been with A. Somewhere in the middle, we also spoke, there was a lot of speaking, with A's partner, who I will be calling B. The beginning wasn't the smoothest, but we got there. Here's what came out of it. The truth of the matter is, I'm not the twins' biological father, but what we realized was that somewhere in the past 12 years of sharing our lives, and despite trying so hard not to overstep boundaries, I fell into the role. I can't separate myself, and they don't want me to. So slowly, we've been working on what this new, unconventional normality looks like. B has been a surprising godsend in all of this. I really think A's found a good guy. I'm still mostly called by my nickname, but the slips have gone uncorrected. In the meantime, B's gotten his own moniker. A little way down the line in all of this, COVID-19 became a thing, so we decided to take a big jump. I moved in for the duration of quarantine. It was easier than moving their whole household into my flat. No better way to put an arrangement to the test. I'm back to my university days of sleeping on the couch, working at the kitchen table, and cooking every dinner. I've stopped not one, but two doomed attempts at self-dying hair, and had a conversation with one twin about taking my surname when he's older. He thinks it makes his name sound cooler. I've said that we'll ask his mom. So, Reddit, I hope that this can bring a bit of joy to the Am I the Booty Hole community. It's not easy, we're adjusting, and we know that this will remain unconventional. However, the kids are happy, and we adults are too. P.S. To the Redditor who named me as the Intercontinental Super Uncle Warbucks. When this is all over, I'm getting that on a mug. Edit 2. A lot of you lovely folks have inquired about adoption. 
In the UK, there is no option to adopt someone you are not related to unless you A, apply for an adoption order, which would sever the link with the living parent, or B, are the partner of their living parent. As can be seen, neither would work for our case. However, we figured out a system a long time ago, and it includes what to do if anything were to befall A. The kid's safety is always insured. I promise. So that's it for the post, guys, and I gotta tell you, I really got something out of this one. I have to say, I don't think it was the satisfying, like, bombastic conclusion that I was expecting, but I think there's something to be said for that. Sometimes that's how life is. Life can be unconventional, life can be messy, and you gotta find ways to make it work sometimes anyway, and that's what the OP did here. And obviously it's working. I can't really imagine something more flattering than helping to raise a child and the child saying that they might wanna take your name. That is just extremely flattering and um, such a cool thing for the kid to offer, even if it doesn't work out and they decide not to or the, the mother is not a fan of the idea. Like I said, life can be messy, but really cool. OP seems like an amazing person, and I hope you enjoyed this post, guys. As always, if you did enjoy this, if you have a reaction to it, if you liked it or want to leave a post in the discussion, that always helps us out a lot. Leave a like or a comment, and if you'd like to see more and hear more posts from r slash amithebootyhole and other subreddits in the future, please subscribe. Thank you so much for watching and for listening. Hey everyone, we hope you're enjoying our readings of popular Reddit posts. We love providing this service so that you can listen to these podcasts to pass the time, to fall asleep to, or to be entertained while still staying safe on your commute to work. We love to have the freedom to cover even more posts, but the recording and editing is time-consuming work and doesn't pay the bills. If you feel you're getting regular value out of these episodes, please consider supporting us with a small monthly donation. You can donate easily by visiting anchor.fm slash redditreaders and clicking on support this podcast. Every little bit helps, even if it's just enough to cover our morning cup of coffee. As always, thank you so much for listening. <laughs>